Hey everybody, welcome to Make Us a Mixtape. Don't leave out Husker Du. Put something on that the Cars did back in 1982. Put on Duran, 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 and you too. Make us a mixtape to teach us something about you. I'm your host, Marty DeRosa, along with... Paul Farvar. Co- my co-host, I should say. I said I'm the host. I made it no, sound like it was fine. all mine. It is yours. No. I, I just I feel, I just want to say that was no. beautiful poetry. Where'd Thank you. you. Where'd you write, when did you write that? Uh, I, that's actually not one of mine. That, is that right? That is from the wonderful Promise Ring uh, yeah. from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, who uh, we got the idea for the name of this song from their wonderful oh, song. I don't know if we should say that because <gasps> then we're going to have to pay royalties. Oh, shit. We were inspired by the inspired lyrics. Inspired by. Do you want to, yeah, yeah. not the legal part of you, do you want to hit, hit stop and do it again? <laughs> No, no, I feel no, like no. your legal side's like, you know, I knew right when we said that we should have. Uh... Anyway, exhibit A. This is the podcast where uh, we have our our friends, family, lovers on to make us a mixtape, a five song mixtape, which is no more, no less, no more nor less. It's just five. We don't have all day. We yeah, get in and get out. People get pissed, but that's the stems of rules. And we're gonna have uh, a whole bunch of y'all on, and we love the fact that you've been emailing us your mixtapes. Yeah. Keep doing it uh, at paulmartymix at gmail.com. That is correct. And uh, Someone had the hotmail, so we had to go with Gmail, <laughs> which was a real bummer. But here we are. Trying to keep it real. If you guys um, have criticisms, too, I know um, we've both been wrong about certain things, mostly Marty. Um, <laughs> but uh, tell us what you want. We're going to do a viewer uh, viewer mail yeah. episode soon to cover everything that Someone you guys emailed, have said. and I, I really wish we would have had Scott Tober. Uh, but we can do Scottvember, which would be uh, uh, all Scott November, because we oh, missed right. an all Scott September. Um, Scottember, which would be December. Yeah. Uh, Scottuary, which would be January. Uh, you know, it, it, we'll just keep on going. Mighty Mighty Boss Tones will make an appearance in this. I, if episode. I was doing a five a five songer of all Scott, I don't know if they would make it. Actually, huh. I don't know if they would make it. Actually, I don't think I can come up with any ska without some like. Can you name five ska bands? Right now, besides the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones? Uh, and not local bands that you like put on shows back in the day? Surge? No. Is that one? No. I don't believe so. What's the one with the... Uh, I can. <laughs> sure. Okay, because now you're going to just name weird. Like, what's the one who did that one song? Uh, can you? the Dillio? I could name 8,000 <laughs> ska bands. You, of course, you maniac. Of course. Anyway. Can you name uh, five... Singer-songwriters with Ryan in them without saying Ryan Adams? Yeah. Uh, I assume they're just a bunch of white dudes. So like Ryan Murphy, <laughs> Ryan Phillips, Ryan Stevens, Ryan Smith, and Ryan Johnson. And I guarantee those are all singer-songwriters. Okay, with all that out of the way. <laughs> yes, we've, we've wasted everyone. Let's get time. into a list that is lacking singer-songwriters. No. Well, we got, I mean, I guess these guys all write their songs and sing their songs. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. We can't prove anything. But when I think singer-songwriter, I think of just like one person, yeah. guitar, playing in Starbucks. <laughs> not the not the person, the song, playing on the Starbucks music. I thought you meant like literally no, like playing there. No, playing at Potbelly's, uh, which is a- It's a good gig. Uh, I did that. Sandwich shop we have here in Chicago where they have it's musicians. It's national now. Oh, they're national? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, congratulations to all the- uh, Potbelly artists out there. I bought their stock thinking it was going to be this great thing. Yeah. I don't know anything. I don't sure. know about stocks and didn't not doing well. <sighs> Shit. No, well, not good at that stock thing. As someone who bought, you're supposed to buy low and sell high. As someone who bought 1 million shares of Chipotle when it was just a mom pa location. I can't really, <laughs> can't really. I still have Chipotle. Um, anyway, 
let's get. I digress. Yeah, we have our our guest, uh, one of uh, the first guests that we had, who actually emailed us their list, and we both were like, "Yeah, let's do this. Yeah, this is a good let's one to talk about." Do this. Keith Evans joins hey, us. Evans hey, from Heaven, hey, 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 all the hey. way from Indiana, wearing awesome. an Indiana jersey. I can. Uh, I cannot. Name five Scott Beers. No, I guarantee no? you I can't. Really? You never had a phase? Uh, I mean, the ones I'll name, you'll probably be pissed off. Be Why? No doubt. Okay. Uh, oh be, yeah. Isn't Blind Melon a Scott Beers? No. no. Uh, that's a big. No, that's one, a big no. The the Santeri- what the Sublime. Uh, Sublime. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Kind of Scott. Sure. Um, okay. I'm trying to think of the Mighty ones Boss that Stones, I heard that okay. earlier. <laughs> The one with and I like how you just call them Mighty Bostones too. Oh, Very, disrespectful. Very disrespectful. Very <laughs> disrespectful. They worked hard for that Mighty Mighty. <laughs> mighty employee tones. There's the uh, the one with the horn. <laughs> okay, now you're being you're being rude at this point, right? Uh, now. Yeah. Uh, Keith, when yes. is the last time you made a mixtape for somebody? Oh, mm, I mean, or because it's yeah, you know, like I mean, it's play this. And to me, they're you're aging us, Marty. They're no, different. It's a different. That's why era, I asked mixtape. Like, I want mixtape, baby. Think back. Yeah. Get back. Get in the way back. Yeah, the age that I am, a mixtape is like different because it takes a lot more work. Sure. To do. Sure. You know. Um, yeah. So you I were there. Know. You were there for uh, tapes to CDs mm-hmm. to Napster mm-hmm. to Burnin's shit. Yeah. Did you have? I, I'm gonna. I'm I've gonna guess. Destroyed my computer. With I'm gonna guess. Live wire, live sure. Live wire. I'm gonna picture you had the big the big book with like 800 CDs. Did I did you have? in yeah. my car. Yeah. 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 I got pull. I'm like pull the book. Case out. logic. Pull the book yeah. out. Nothing like a road <laughs> yeah. trip when you're right. not driving and you're in the car with somebody. You had to buy the case logic because if you bought the cheaper one, yeah, it never lasted. Yeah, but I liked how they that would go. True. Pull that it, pull true. it out, put on whatever you want, and it would mm-hmm. just be like. Yeah, you're just flipping through a million CDs. Love it. it was great. Uh, did you put the Did you put the case in there too, or the uh, the, oh, the cover? The cover? Yes, yes, yes I did. Yes, I did. Jacket. Yes, I did. When I started carrying CDs, like after the internet was kind of a thing. Yeah. Then I kind of got lazy about it because yeah. then I could kind of you know just play stuff from whatever you know. Oxcord was Oxcord was life. Paul is somebody who put out music mm-hmm. and and also produce other bands would you tell bands like listen you gotta have your name on the cd i don't know who you think you are <laughs> not putting your name on the cd marketing yeah always put your name on everything because you're in that book yeah and it's just i remember like oh on the actual cd on the itself. actual yeah. cd right. yeah i think it makes sense it's a more know. tangible thing sure. right there there were some oh, that were like know. iconic like i think there were like a nine inch nails one that i was like yeah. everyone had it i knew what it was but it had the okay. logo on it might have had the logo on it as well but like some are just like a design or something or for mm-hmm. me like i even think like when you see the uh the black baby on the white background that's biggie yes you already know yes like you don't have to look for a name or anything yeah. like that you already know what it is so there's some covers that are like i wonder oh. iconic yeah. I and mean, obviously people still put out cds but i wonder how much thought even goes into that i, I see some people who it looks like i mean it feels like i'm 16 again like yeah putting work into their artwork yeah like it's a whole big deal and then some people are just like eh, psh. what's what's a, a greater way to not have to buy a cd off of somebody trying to sell it downtown chicago <laughs> when you just walk by and go i literally have nothing to play this on <laughs> it's such a great fucking like it's the it's the nicest way to just be like i just nah, tell them i don't have any money <laughs> yeah. i just tell them i don't have any money I, I go, Listen. and then they're like take it and i still have a few uh, uh, gas station CDs. What are those guys sitting at my house? What's an average? <laughs> what's an average uh, hip hop artist selling a CD for downtown Chicago on uh, a Saturday afternoon? I mean, lately it's just been whatever you can give. Yeah. Uh, usually it's like five bucks. Okay. Okay. Uh, 
I think before that, people kind of you know put, made themselves more worthy than what they were. And they were yeah, like, ten bucks. And I'm like, no, ten bucks. Ten, so I'm not, crazy. Like that's an Who actual band. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not, that's not you. Fuck. What was that? What was so? Going back to Marty's question though, mm-hmm. did you? When was the last time you made a, a physical cassette tape Ooh. or a CD? And I'm gonna CD. double that up. Who was it for? Ooh. So I mean, I've made in high school. I've made uh, tapes for uh, you know. Uh, Set in the mood. Were you the tastemaker in high school? Uh, no, I was kind of in between. I was kind of like, I was kind of, I grew up in Gary, Indiana. Okay. So I was kind of like, you know, I wasn't the popular thuggish dudes, but I also wasn't necessarily the quote unquote nerds or whatever either. So I was just kind of in between. I was friends with everybody. Uh, I went to a lot of parties. Um, I was actually, I did music when I was in high school. Like I did a lot of uh, production, DJing stuff and stuff like that. Um, I stopped DJing once like CDJs came out. I was like, I don't understand. <laughs> That's like, it doesn't yeah. have the same weight. No I was like, I can't tables. figure it out. I you did the actual spinning. Stuff. Yeah, I did the actual. Right. Spinning. What was your DJ name? Uh, so <laughs> when we first started, it was El Shaddai. Oh wow! Uh, which is a very religious name, <laughs> actually. El okay. uh, is E L dash S H A D D A I. Something I saw in church. They like you know when um, they have a lot of things, different names for Jesus, like Elohim, El this, El that, Yahweh, like, yeah, stuff like that. Like so. So you were like the first Jesus. Uh, I I guess I don't know. Incorporating I mean, this is it. for I mean, a while. People said I looked like him, like when I was younger. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I don't know. Interesting. I, I I don't think I went that far. What was the next DJ name? Uh, when you turned your Jack back on Tripper. the church, Jack Tripper, great yeah, DJ Jack name. Because I lived with two girls. Love, love. Three's <laughs> so company. Love reference. a good fun DJ yeah. name where you look and you hear yeah. that and you go. Eh. Yeah, nice. I thought it was fun. I was like super into John Ritter and Three's Company, like, hey. as, like as comedy still, goes. Still and stuff. holds up. There yeah. was once oh, yeah. a, there was once a bar in Maryville called the Regal Beagle. Oh, there was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been there. Uh, not the same. Wow. <laughs> not the same. Uh, did uh, did so when you were making? Well, let's let's put it this way: if you don't mm-hmm. remember when you made them, so I do. Who were you? What was the reason that you were making mixtapes? Were you wooing well, women with your mixtapes? Yeah, types? that's, that's what we always yeah, want to know. Some of or were them, you giving them to friends or family or what? Uh, most of them were for a, a lot of my motivation in life was for women. Okay. Uh, when I was a teenager, so yeah. you know, I would just make uh, listen to a lot of uh, uh, Jodeci. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. The Jodeci uh, Unplugged. Mint condition. Made out to that out yeah. Jodeci Unplugged quite a few times lot back of, in the day. Yeah. Oh yeah. A lot. A lot of R and B. A lot of R and B. A lot of uh. Before you even like had the CD or whatever, we I remember recording from the radio. Yes. Like and we did. I remember. So I remember uh, distinctly uh, in sixth grade, everybody had to do a business uh, oh. like for a project. Okay. So me and my group, we did a thing where. Uh, we taped songs from the radio. I did that and too. Cleaned them up, like kind of oh. as much as we could. The end. Yeah. yeah, so you didn't get like the talking like at the beginning and, and sell made mixtapes for. Hey, people. I so, did the same yeah. thing until I figured out it was illegal. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> Paul, it was right. Palco was the name of the company. So you clean them up. Yeah. I like that. Clean you had an LLC up. with it. No, I was in fourth grade. <laughs> oh. I was like, but then I would, I would, I, then I had a dual cassette deck at home, and I would mm-hmm. copy yeah. people cassette songs yeah. that mm-hmm. I had my brother's cassettes or yep. mine. So I love. I, we've talked about it before thing. on the podcast, but I loved like junior high, high school entrepreneurs who were like. Yeah, making, on top of it. making money, making that lunch money, mm-hmm. selling yep. those CDs. Yep. I love and then it. buying more music. That's all I would do right. with the yeah. money. Just buy more music. I mean, I, I eventually started buying weed at some point sure. in high school. But <laughs> now, <laughs> I don't want to get too much into your mix before we kind of present it one okay. by one. But it, it, there's uh, 
a couple different types of bands in here. What what kind of music were you into? Like especially this like high school time or when the internet kind of exploded. I mean, high school time, I was uh, I was into tradition, you know, hip hop, R and B. Listening a lot of WGCI. Listening a lot of ninety two point three. All that. Well, ninety two point three was. What's ninety two point three? It's power 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 ninety two yeah, power ninety two. That's here in uh, Chicago. No, Calumet Avenue. Oh, it's Calumet, and, uh, but it reaches in, out. In, I forgot. Indiana. I'm outnumbered yeah. in Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> Indiana in the room tonight. What about there, there was, was that one hundred six point three? Remember, yeah, one hundred six point three. They uh, when they started, it's the funniest memory that I have. My sophomore year, I remember they started the radio station. It was like this is going to be this new radio station. It's an alternative WGCI. Yeah, and then for a while they played "Summertime" by Fresh Prince. Yeah. on repeat forever oh, wow. and ever until they like you know got their DJs got yeah. everything like so it was just really funny and then you know lots of yeah oh, lots remember, of help. do you remember when 9.50 a.m. 9.50 a.m. that I think became Power 92 oh yeah 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 with I DJ do, Pink yep. House yep I do remember that as well I loved so many of those songs and it was wild hearing like I think on, on 9.50 a.m. they were just like we don't fucking care we'll play dirty words we don't give yeah. a shit yeah and yeah. uh, they played that uh, then once they start getting sponsors, yeah, clean, yeah. <laughs> clean it up and everything. Did, I, what, go ahead. No, sorry. no, go ahead. Did did you um was it is it fair to say that did you ever venture out of hip hop or R B? Oh yeah, definitely. So, so how I would mean, you get how would you get uh, exposed to that? Uh, this is an interesting story. I remember going to a summer camp uh, in at IU in Bloomington, um, and I was rooming with a white kid. And he had a tape uh, for a band that I never heard of called Red Hot Chili Peppers, Under the Bridge. And I was like, this Uh, is a cool song. I was like, this is not. I remember liking Life is a Highway for some reason. Oh, wow. Yeah, I love that. Of course you knew who that is. (laughs) That's a great song. That is an aggressively white song. Have you heard that whole album from this? I recently listened to the whole album. It's not good. No. Uh, he has that was got, one of those albums like Marty and I have talked about before, where it's like you have this one great song and then you yeah, try to like a yeah. second. And it's song. at the beginning of yeah. the it's at the beginning Life of the album, yeah. and then by <laughs> so there's like 16 tracks. By the Ooh. seventh track, there's a song called "The Secret Is to Know When to Stop," and I'm yeah. like, well, he didn't follow his own. I was like, he's got seven <laughs> other tracks after. Oh this. man, I was like, this is hilarious. That so song yeah. was How, gigantic. It was a good song. Life they redid it now. Highway. Country, some country artists redid it. It sounds exactly the same. Yeah. It, so, how old were you when you went to this summer, summer uh, camp? That summer camp, like I. Ugh. What was that like? I was probably like eleven, okay, twelve, okay. maybe. Oh, so you did, um, and then I started kind of listening to other stuff. So, uh, what about when Nirvana and all those bands hit? Was that just like Nirvana? I didn't know much about Nirvana until I was like dedicated to watching MTV a lot. Okay, like, and MTV is what kind of exposed me to everything. Okay, um, and that's when I got into like I was heavy. I'm still heavy in a Radiohead. Like, yeah, I'm such a like. I just like life music. That, that's explain, why I like radio explain life music. Life music is just like music that just life kind is a of, highway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tom, Tom Cochran. Um, no, it's just Radiohead reminds me of a band that's just like it's not anything that's like super heavy or anything like that necessarily. It's just more like this is how life feels. Okay. Like just okay. going through like just the sounds and it was new sounds I was discovering and Interesting. you know stuff like that. I was heavy. Got heavy into Incubus. Okay. Uh, for a while. Um, and then it just kind of exploded there. I kind of got out of hip hop for a while because, you know, when the, uh, the Diddy and Mace yeah. stuff started happening and the masterpiece stuff had happening, I was like, oh, you're out of all that. I, huh? I was like, I'm not cool. I'm, I'm not cool enough. You couldn't name five like, no limit soldiers for me right now. If I five of them. Yeah. Uh, the Snoop Dogg count. Sure. He was one time. I remember Snoop, 
Masterpiece, Silk the Shocker, Mystical, and one of the other ones. Sure. Sea Murder. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Sea Murder. Yeah. The other brother. Sure. The other brother. I don't know any of this stuff. We didn't, we didn't, <laughs> we didn't get into that in uh, Oak Brook, Illinois. So. <laughs> cool. Well, you had Radiohead on your list. I thought this was a good song to yeah, let's, get uh, things started with. Okay. Yeah. This felt like a good... Now, when you put this five song mix together, I'm going to say this. Mm-hmm. First thing I judge uh, a mix is the first song and the last song. Okay. Almost like a comedy act. And I thought this was a great intro song. Okay. And your last song is a great outro song. Agreed. Thank you. Yeah. I was going to say very yes. similar thing. I appreciate it. Why the song first? Uh, well, so let's play it. Let me just yeah. introduce it before you say that. This is Talk Show Host by Radiohead. I want to be someone else so I'll explode. All right. You were saying... So, I mean, the whole point of this mixtape, I remember you guys saying, like, there's, there's a million different reasons to make a mixtape, right? Yes. Um, for me, this mix is a complete thing of, like, uh, when I'm in my feelings, when anxiety is getting bad, like, it's kind of like a stage-to-stage-to-stage thing. Okay. So this is the first thing that I often feel. This used to be my go-to angry song. Ooh, like, and be right. like, yeah, like, if I get, got to a argument with somebody or I was pissed off and like drinking or something put my headphones on I just listen to this and I'm just walking Mm. around my apartment just like "Ah, kick the door down you know so yeah this kind of describes how I'm feeling right at the when everything hits the fan how did you discover uh, this song and or Radiohead I discovered uh, well I discovered Radiohead what was the album that 2 plus 2 equals 5 is on okay computer no, no it's, it's after. It's before oh, kid a. Kid. oh, I think it's before a. that, right? No, no, before that was the Benz, and then before that was Paula Honey. Paula I think it was Honey. on the Benz. Okay, I think it's on the Benz. Uh, and I kind of discovered that whole thing. Um, and I was kind of into Radiohead a little bit. Uh, I discovered this song randomly, like I think I think it was a LimeWire situation okay. or something like that. Uh, and then people would, people who knew Radiohead would be like. Uh, you like the song from the Romeo and Juliet soundtrack? Uh, and I was like, what? And I had never seen the movie. I had oh, never this, seen... This yeah, song? this is on... Oh, it's not that. on any album. It's on the Romeo and Juliet soundtrack. So Radiohead fans are like, ugh. Yeah, like, ugh. but I love this song. Like, I love the production of it. I love just... It's a perfect example of why I like Tom York vocally. Yeah. Um, And just, like, how it changes at the end and it gets a little... You know, rough and yeah. angry a little bit, um, and yeah, that's that's why I love this song so much. Two plus two equals five is from Hail to the Thief, ah, Hail to 2003, the which is after Kid A. Yeah, so yeah. See, yeah. that's the thing. Like, you never got into Radiohead, did you, Marty? I always, uh, I liked, uh, especially their early stuff. Yeah, really like their early stuff. And when all of a sudden they became like, the, everyone's like, they're the best band in the world, you know, with like, okay, computer. And so I was kind of like, oh, all right, I, I believe you. <laughs> I, I, and like, I hear the song and I'm like, yeah, this is a Radiohead song. Yeah. And I, I, I like it. I don't know if I was even like walking around or driving, if I would like seek out Radiohead stuff, but like that, that old stuff, like the Benz and everything, like, I, I so still good. say the Benz is one of the greatest albums of all time. I like some of the old stuff. Like I like, I mean, I like a lot of old stuff, mm-hmm. but I got heavy into him with the new shit. Like, yeah. In Rainbows was like my shit. Okay. Yeah. Like, I was like, that See, was I stopped just, listening after. Like, yeah. I just wonder, like, have you ever seen them in concert? Yes. Like, does uh, everyone just stand around? Like, uh, well, <laughs> yeah. I saw him at Tinley Park. Uh, so what is that place called seats. now? Uh, this place has been called, called Eight Million Theater. Yeah, the Tweeter Center. 
the world it, theater. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of things. It's not the it's, world anymore. It, no, I know. Was it something amphitheater for a while or something like that too? Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah, but we had the lawn seats. Okay. So it was perfect. You it's sit, a radio chill. Hit. Just sit, chill, yeah. drink your it's beers, like talk yeah. with each other also. Yeah. Watch the bands a little bit. Not to, not to demean Radiohead or their music or anything, but it definitely it does seem like kind of background music. Yeah, in it's a way. background music, but it's the best. Well, that's, Background music. Yeah. To These me. songs are. These songs after Kid A, I would say that I would I would argue the songs yeah. like the Benz and OK Computer are not bad. Those are yeah. intense fucking yeah. songs. Well, because they're a little more like actual instrumentation yeah. and stuff, right, like right, a little right. less electronic. Yeah. When they got um, electronic, I, I kinda I tuned out, but I remember when OK Computer came out and I liked the Benz before. I still think OK Computer is one of the greatest albums too, but the Benz I still think is better. Okay. I mean if you look at those songs yeah, you know, fake plastic trees, yeah. high and dry. There's so many. Those songs. videos were real good. Am I, I am I correct to assume that everybody is just like Pablo, honey? That was the first one. Yeah, that yeah. has creep. creep on yeah. it. I don't even know if I can name another a song lot of those from songs. It. Yeah. From it was a, it was an album that you went back to after you right. bought OK Computer. Exactly, because yeah. you were like when OK Computer came out, it was it was one of those first albums that. It grew on you because the mm-hmm. first time you listened to it, record labels were like, "Oh, this isn't going to work." But um, they when made- did everybody just start sucking their dicks? Like it just be- <laughs> well, I think there was just one moment where everyone's like, "Oh, you didn't know Radiohead's the greatest band in the world." Because <laughs> the one thing I, like, I don't I remember felt like that. I have said that. I like, just don't. Those I, words. Do, I never and remember. They're not, yeah. But critical I mean- darling, it's really rare to have a band that's a critical darling and also popular. Yeah, that mm-hmm. would sell CDs. And this was one of those things where they couldn't put a they couldn't put their finger on it, but what they had decided was that people, the more you listen to it, the more you like the album. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they were putting these CDs in like CD players that only like you had to like just listen to the album. What do you mean? Like they gave when they were promoting it, they were they would have these albums, yeah, uh, or on CDs, yeah, with the CD player, and it was only you could only like play crazy that glued album. shut. You yeah. could only play well, I don't that. Know if they, I don't know how they did it. But then people seems were so <laughs> expensive. <laughs> that seems like such a waste of time. And but that's but those are those one of those things that this this song the album that came out they're like well we don't really there's not we don't know where the hit song is because the right. songs are so long yeah. yeah it's not single like it's not lent to there were like no having singles, singles you hear and you're like, like well that's yeah. clearly the that's their life is a highway right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that uh, that album okay computer to its credit there's there's not a song on there that isn't bad i mean they're yeah. all right. really good true. and i'd say the Very same true. thing about the bands Kid A after that Hail to the Thief like I just I couldn't get into it yeah I mean there's a few songs on those albums that I like I never really listened to those albums all the way through mm-hmm. uh, OK Computer I listened to all the way through uh, In Rainbows I listened to all the way through um, so you like the beat the electronica yeah the I just like the the smoothness of it it's kind of I, I do a lot to, of writing sometimes yeah. to Radiohead because it's just in the background, background it's music. like yeah. like I can't write to Kanye because then I'm like what did he say <laughs> like, yeah. you know like but yeah, yeah. that's true hip hop music the one thing that like when i would work out to hip-hop music i couldn't i would i could read when it's, it's not hip-hop but when it's hip-hop i can't read at the same time because you're, yeah. you're you're focused on the lyrics try like, diggable planets yeah that might work for you yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a, a great you, know, you could read to that no, that's day. true but the rebirth um, of yeah. slick <laughs> yeah. you like the electronica stuff it brings you back to the yeah. jack the check the tripper yeah yeah jack like tripper i mean days. i got into electronic music uh it was a it was a it was a roller coaster of a ride because uh, I, I got into it heavy, like yeah. heavy, like when, you know, um, 
I was like super into it, like uh, listening to drum and bass and trance, blah, blah, blah. Then I wanted to get away from like all those people and all that life. So then I hated electronic music for yeah. a while. And then but you I was DJ like, like parties a lot and stuff? Yeah. Like I, I did that probably all the way to like I was 21. Yeah. I went to a lot like, of those yeah. when I was younger. And it's kind of funny driving around Chicago and being like, oh, that party city used to be this empty warehouse where we used to just get yeah. so fucked up right. and listen to DJ music. I see. There's a lot of uh, parking lots like that in Gary yeah. too. Like just gather your cars and parking lots and stuff like that. And somebody oh. would just bring their shit out, have a generator and just play until the police come. <laughs> yeah. Leave, yeah. You know? That makes so, it yeah. very cool. Yeah. That sounds good. And makes me feel good. <laughs> Speaking of feels, see what I did there. Oh, oh I like man. that. I Next like that. song you have on this, uh, is uh, Kendrick Lamar feel. Mm hmm. And it has a, uh, a period right after the feel. Yeah. I, all the songs on that album have a period. They're all in oh. capital letters. And they all and have the a album period. The album's damn period. This is good. Yeah. This is good. All right, let's listen to a little bit of this. Oh, he does a trickery there. A little bit. Think it's gonna get, blow up and then it doesn't. We can get just a smidge of the first verse in there because yeah. it's just kind of like that's the build of everything. I feel like I don't know. Wow, this is a long intro. Yeah. All right. So when does it? When does the? When the? <laughs> How does that work? He's like, all right, you enough. For the words to start? <laughs> enough. Now we're getting into legal issues because yeah. we play too much. Uh, I feel like Here we go. My shoulders. I feel like I'm losing my focus. I feel like I'm losing my patience. I feel like my thoughts in the basement. Feel like I feel like you're miseducated. Feel like I don't want to be bothered. I feel like you may be the problem. I feel like it ain't no tomorrow. So, uh, the world is, is this still one of those feels songs for you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tell I mean, us this is why. For me, this is the next stage where it's like trying to explain to somebody all the shit that's going in my head yeah. and like I remember when I heard the song I was like that's it he said it it's oh, the exact nice. same thing that I feel all the time so it was just one of those things that you know you sometimes you connect to a song like it's exactly what you couldn't put in words somebody did um, and that's just one of those songs that like he kind of goes through the whole verse where and it builds up to where how, how he feels about himself how he feels about other people uh, and just all the different feelings of uh, feeling depressed, having such a big ego. Like he covers all that and everything in between. And then that's. It's, it's like uh, comedians have to deal with that all the time. Yeah, I feel like it's a good you know, comedian song. Like I feel like there's probably a lot of comedians. That's something who, I told someone that they were like, Do you ever think you're narcissistic as a comedian? And they always have like the. I'm like, if a comedian takes a personality test mm-hmm. of narcissism or whatever test. If he right after he has a great set versus right after he bombs, yeah, that's like the two opposite spectrums of how intense that feels. That makes how sense. you feel about yourself. That makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. How long? How long has Kendrick Lamar been around? Uh, Kendrick Lamar has been around. Let's see. Like I discovered thing. him on his like second or third mixtape before yeah. he got signed with Dr. Dre. Yeah, uh, there was the he just uh, blew up all of a sudden. It yeah. was Project like a, Project Eighty. Okay. Uh, was that uh, mixtape that I was like, oh my god, this dude's really yeah, good. He's very I mean, good. like I just like his delivery. And he was the first. I feel like he was one of the first people that he had such an array of different uh, deliveries and lyrics 
that the only person I could compare it to before him was Eminem. Yeah. Like, that I was like, yeah. he's really good. It's not, <laughs> yeah, he's definitely not like a one-trick pony. Right, A exactly. lot of his songs. Uh, and I, I like, yeah, he's he's somebody, I heard that, was that King Kunta song? Oh, yeah. That's yeah. fucking, what a yeah. great song. And then after that, I was like, all right, now I, I need to listen to more. Mm-hmm. And that's my test for, like, when you just hear a song randomly, and you're like, what the fuck is this song? And they're just like, you don't know this song? Um, but, yeah, he's he's good. And I think it's interesting, too, where, like, Especially when he came, I thought when he when it sort of when he really broke out, it was the same time where there was a lot of that like mumble rap and stuff yep. was becoming popular. Yeah, and then he is so like concise and right. so like just like lyrically just like I mean during man. that mumble rap thing, I feel like there's people who liked Kendrick Lamar and it was like oh. He still actually raps. Yeah. Like, like there's somebody who's actually raps. And it does old feel school about his yeah, music. Yeah, he does have like an old school right. feel to it. And I'm I and I'm I'm kind of sensing you like he's got a little extra of the like not I don't know if electronics in the back like a lot of sample. It's like sample heavy with yeah. a lot of like jazzy kind of yeah. stuff or he whatever. Does, yeah, he does a lot of that. The the um, album that uh, King Kunta was on. Yeah, uh, that was uh, to uh, to pimp a butterfly. Yes, yes, yes. Um, that album was like very George Clinton heavy uh-huh. like all the like kind of samples and sounds that they use was very like George Clinton and it was like in a kind of angry George Clinton way and it, yeah. was, it was really good That's, I was just like there's so many good is, songs yeah it that. blew me away when I heard it have you um, seen him live I have not seen him live he is on my bucket list for people yeah. to see live like so yeah didn't he do Lala last year or did he do uh, a pitchfork or something no he did, well, he did pitchfork a long time ago okay um he, I mean, he was just in Chicago with the United Center. I mean, since he signed with Dre, he's just been Damn, doing United Center. He's doing United Center. Yeah, he's, do, wow. he's doing those It's kind of crazy stuff, you know? how, like, all of a sudden, all you heard about was Kendrick Lamar. But, like, mm-hmm. it happened so quickly. It did. Like, yeah. He got so big so fast. Yeah, I felt like that was just one of those, kind of like we mentioned with uh, Radiohead, where just, like, one day you wake up and you're just, like, you open your phone and it's just like, all right, Kendrick Lamar is just right. like, and it, that's, I mean... It's it's interesting in today's day and age where it's not like there's an MTV or you know a radio yeah. station that's like here's what you need to listen to right where I feel like those catch up now like now it's like an MTV yeah. or a radio station is like I mean oh, the you internet want is Lamar? MTV now yeah like yeah. essentially uh, and I mean I would argue that right now like as far as active that generation of rappers. He's got to be in the argument yeah. for one of the best, one of the right? Best. Yeah, you know him, J. Cole, people like that. Like you know, it's they're they got to be in the argument for it. You know, yeah. he's uh, he's this generation's Tom Cochran life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. How 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 do you compare him with J. Cole? Uh, I've always had a weird thing about J. Cole. Um, J. Cole. Uh, it took me a while to get into J. Cole, mm-hmm. and it's I feel like it's the same thing that people kind of felt about Nas in okay. the 90s. Like, there was like you were talking about uh Biggie and Tupac and Jay Z and all these other people, and Nas was we knew Nas Separate. was really good, yeah, yeah, but it was just kind of very quiet, thing. like he was like the yeah. quiet kid in the hallway, you know, nobody really like you know brought him up or talked to him or something like that, except for like the hardcore fans. And I think that's how J. Cole is now, where he just does his thing. He, I would imagine, I mean, you there's some give and pull with the record labels and they make you do stuff, but I feel like he pulls back oh, enough like to where he's not ah, 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 like you know, being in your face and everything, the loud yeah. mouth about it and stuff like that. So, yeah, um, but I do think Kendrick Lamar is better than J. Cole, like. Okay. I do. I, I would say that. Is that the beef right now? Those are the two no, that they compare no, to each other. No, Who's Kendrick no. Lamar's like? People like are there like sides like Oasis and uh, Blur? I don't know. I mean Kendrick. <laughs> I remember Kendrick Lamar came out with a single 
randomly about four years ago where he just dissed everybody. And then nobody said anything back yeah. to him because it was so good. Like, they, he would, they give, couldn't he would say give Drake shit about not writing yeah, his own he stuff. Would, yeah, he every would fuck with Drake. But every, everybody beefs with Drake yeah. at some point. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, everybody does that. So Yeah. But yeah, there was nothing ever like substantial. It was like Kendrick Lamar versus this person. Like, you know, it was. And then you mentioned Diggable Planets, which yeah. <laughs> I, I mean. Speaking I, of Kendrick Lamar. I, I felt like Planets. they just were, they came out too soon, too early. I think so too. Out of their time. I think so too. Yeah. I mean, a lot of that kind of rap, I mean, some can already, like Tribe Called Quest was kind of before yeah. their yeah. time. Yeah. Or, or Tribe Called Quest development. Would, uh, Diggable Planet. Right uh, not Diggable Planets. Uh, Digital Underground. Oh, yeah. Digital I mean, Underground, like party, you know? like party rap. Yeah. It's just felt like some of those were just like oh man it was just too too much too new and mm-hmm. too many good rappers coming out where some of those people just yeah, kind of lost sucked the shovel yeah. if, to, if, if i am allowed to speak on behalf of the black community it was too much for them like when you get used to something and this is what i've noticed a lot of times the black community is like okay we're used to this we're used to this uh this the chronic yeah like we're, we're used to this sound so then somebody comes out they're being silly. They got the nose and the glasses yeah. and stuff. Dance, it's yeah. funny, but then they're like, eh, I don't want to get much. it. Yeah, it's too much. It's like, it takes away from the, it's, it makes you more vulnerable. I, I guess, felt like, like too, in a way, like it's, it's not. too goofy. During that yeah. time, there was like. It's like there might had, be giants for the. Yeah, because it was like, like with the OMTV raps, it was like most of the videos were just like straight ahead rap mm-hmm. videos. But then right. there would be, you know. A digital Tom underground right. or like Bismarcky, and it was kind of like okay, fine. That's right. like the dessert, but like this is the main course. But Tone Loke was like that too. He was kind of goofy with his songs too, yeah, right? Yeah, he was. And that was he before. Was. Right? I mean, the funny thing about that when people thought digital underground was too goofy, it's like, oh well, if there was no digital underground, would we There'd have be a no Tupac? Tupac. <laughs> like, so yeah, Tupac he was in the all be all. He was in the band. Know, yeah, so yeah. I saw I saw them in concert. So in digital Oklahoma, underground, yeah, yeah. They opened. They did a uh, rap tour. Uh, with Public Enemy, it was the headliner. Oh, and then the makes, the two makes. guys who sang that song, Cadillac Brome, were the opener. Mm, okay. And then uh, did you? I'm trying to think who the third. Uh, there was another big band on that lineup. It was like I want to say like 1991. That yeah, oh. that makes. In Oklahoma. You saw, in Oklahoma. Oh, you saw yeah, them? my cousin oh. got me into them. Wow. And we went. Just we were in the of front Public row. Enemy. In Oklahoma, yeah, <laughs> it's funny. God, <laughs> it's just a funny I bet you, like, city yeah. back then in the nineties, yeah. and they kind of touched on this with like the NWA movie. But like, imagine like the Oklahoma police like getting ready for Public oh, yeah. Enemy to come oh, to yeah. town. They're just like, get ready, boys. And if you remember Public Enemy's whole stage thing, it's like they have like twenty dudes just dressed in uniforms. Yeah. Like their logo so was the cop with Militant. the cro- with oh yeah, the with the crossfire. Yeah. yeah, I used to wear that to school and got in trouble. <laughs> I bought it at Spencer's gifts, maybe at South Lake Mall. Yeah, they were badasses. But All right, is this the, the singer songwriter we were talking about here coming is, up next? Uh, speaking of badasses, let me guess. Yeah. Paul loves this guy coming up. Jeff Blake, James Blake. James Blake, James Blake. Jeff Blake is someone else. <laughs> Tennis player. I'm sure there's a singer songwriter named Jeff Blake as well. <laughs> Retrograde James Blake. Here we go. Here we go. This has a bit of a slow. Here we go. (laughs) Here we go. Starting and I will say this about this song. Um, 
And I get when you're trying to get somebody to listen to it, they're like, okay, well, let's move along. Uh, the greatest thing about this song to me is the build-up, like, right after, like, with the first verse, where, like, the all the sounds kind of electronically, like, phase in, and you're like, eh. Um... I had I, I never heard this song before, no. but you like it though. This was this the first too. James. I feel Blake like song. this hits all Paul's. Uh, this is the first James Blake song I heard ever. <laughs> James Blake is also a tennis player. That's of course, <laughs> and many other things. This is um, the tennis different, different. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a different guy. But no, I, I yeah. did. Yeah. Actually, it hits right after this part of the verse, though. Yeah, if we're is, able to wait. This for is right, right in my we're wheelhouse, and this is a good middle song. I think it's just kind of like. How does this get into your feels uh, so, genre? After the first song hits and I'm angry, and then I'm explanatory in the second song. This is this is part of it. Also, this song relates to me in a lot of my shroom days. So oh. you can imagine, <laughs> like when that part yeah. happens in your headphones. As somebody ah. who likes to listen to music and still does mushrooms actively. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when stuff hits, man, it feels yeah. so fun. Oh, yeah. So fun. But it's like one Never of those things. Shrooms. This is the part where now it's like, all right, this song is him talking to a girl. Um, some people uh, process it as uh, maybe the girl is dealing with anxiety or depression, yeah. or maybe it's just, just about the relationship or the breakup, and he's trying to say, hey, uh, get on your feet, get your shit together. Basically, I just look at it as the universe talking to me and being like, hey, get it together. Like yeah. straighten up, like like you know you need to figure your shit out, um, and so it just it, it's a song that then feels good. It takes away all negative energy out of me, um, and usually, again, that's at the point I do a thing called a reset where okay. I have too many things going on. It's like I need a reset. Take a weekend. I do shrooms. Nice. I listen to this song and a bunch of other stuff, and then I just feel better. A reset. Afterwards. I like that. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Um, there's a book. By Michael Palin, who talks about how how to change your mind. Michael yeah. Palin, he mm-hmm. talks about how mushrooms and acid and everything help people deal with anxiety yeah. and how successful it's been in different things. With works for me, baby. <laughs> people, it's been proven to work for um, people who have uh, de- uh, depression. Obviously, yeah. people who have suicidal thoughts, people who have mm-hmm. uh, dependency, especially. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah. PTSD, all sorts of stuff. So, people last, it makes time, sense. Uh, last time I did shrooms, I uh, it was the 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 full moon that was like last month. So I, I talked to the moon for like a couple hours. Yeah, nice. um, this song happened to come up. Like this is always on those type of playlists that I make for that. Um, and it came on and I was like, yep, it's just, it's just a refreshing, like, okay, stop being angry. Refresh. Yeah. <laughs> like stop being upset and frustrated. James Blake is, and is not only considered a single, uh, singer songwriter, multi-instrumentalist and a record producer, but yeah, the genre would fit into, they have him listed as bass soul, po- ba- bass soul post dubstep. Hmm. Ooh, that is a Maybe complicated, not this song. Yeah. complicated genre. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know his latest with... album, he did have Andre 3000 do a verse on it, oh. and that's rare. Yeah. Like all what the time. What happened to so Andre 3000? He's just enjoying his life, I guess. Yeah. There was like a whole thing on the internet recently where he was just somewhere playing a flute. In an airport. Like, yeah, at an airport. He just was in an airport flute. playing a flute. He brings his kid to WrestleMania sometimes. Does He's he? He's brought his kid to I WrestleMania. Huh. I think when they were... 
I don't know which one it was, but he's been known to bring his kid to uh, WWE events. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Andre 3000 is, I don't know. It's, it's one of those things where you keep wishing yeah. for the album, but yeah. then you're just like, eh. He's fine. He's happy. Like he's not. He doesn't need our approval sure. on anything. He's already kind of Just proven how a lot of it. Big Outcast was. Yeah. How crazy was it when they split up and did the two solo oh, albums? Two, yeah. that they both were like pretty good. Yeah, they were pretty and good. They and they both were successful commercially as well. Because it was man, like imagine if like. A duo is like, we're each going to put out an album and one just crushes the other one. And it's just like, <laughs> that's oh, usually what happens. Oh, it's like that, huh? That's the old thing of Paul Simon. And yeah, it's one of the few double albums that I supported because that was like very that was anti really interesting. double album. Why were you anti double album? Because it just became a thing. I feel like some people did it and it worked. Mm-hmm. Then Money everybody crap. wanted to do it. And then it just became, hey, you could have just made this one album. There's a lot of fillers yeah. <laughs> on this album that songs we sure. don't even need to hear. I mean, that's like, that's like uh, with, you know, when like Chappelle was, put, oh, he put out an hour and a half stand especially. Put out a two hour stand yeah. special. I'm like, yeah. you shave that down to an hour. You got a really good special there. <laughs> right. Or like people who see him in, sh- in, in live are like, yeah, it was like two and a half hours. And like, I wasn't like, the beginning was really fun. <laughs> <laughs> and that was kind of fun. Lost us in the middle. The middle, I, yeah. I saw... Uh, I saw Bill Cosby right before the Bill Cosby stuff happened. What I happened? saw him at the Chicago Theater. <laughs> I, my, saw him I like right doing before, that bit, not knowing what happened. And I was love. I love the fact that that was the timeline which I saw because yeah. I was able to enjoy it. Yeah, like and just have was it, it good? He, he did. He did two hours. Yeah, and I was just more impressed that he was seventy whatever. He sit down the whole time. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Well, he he's kind of blind too, right? Big, Huh? He was he was he's getting I think, blind. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but yeah, he did two hours and there was never a break in it, and I was never not interested. And I don't know if that was because the material was so good or that it was Bill Cosby, Stardom. you know, the star power, um, of it, you know? or like I said, that I was impressed that I was like this seventy something year old man is doing comedy yeah. for two hours. Bob I, Newhart did a set at the Laugh Factory right before. Uh, in Hollywood when I was over there and nice. uh, he's like 90 yeah. and he fucking crushed. Yeah. I'm new heart. Clean. Hilarious. Yeah, he's hilarious. 20 minutes though. I think with like Andre 3000, I think he could still be like an old man and be cool and put oh, out yeah. cool music. Oh yeah. He might wait until he, he gets might like wait. 60. I'm <laughs> telling you, I don't know if I albums. talked about this on the podcast yet, but I was reading um, some book and they were interviewing Noel Gallagher and he's like, if a businessman makes a bunch of money off of one business deal for the rest of his life everyone's like that's a fucking good businessman but an artist puts out an album and then the next one isn't great the next one isn't mm-hmm. great people like lost it yeah you know yeah, it's just yeah. like well i did put out those albums that one but time. that's the thing like look at all the artists that are older that put out music like paul mccartney yeah. or like R- rolling stones even yeah right. that shit's not as good as their their hits when they were their most creative that's mostly for them though yeah that's, i feel like that's mostly for them i'm not, to enjoy, I'm not denying you know I mean? that but like yeah. there's there is something to be said about the creative juices being like in your you know 20s 30s and 40s sure. and a lot right? of times too they're they were hungry they weren't yeah, gigantic billionaires. They didn't need to make another album. Yeah. yeah, I would also think that like the record companies who like pressure you to like do this, make these singles, or whatever. Somebody like Paul McCartney, they're just like, eh, just you know, yeah. we're gonna sell it to your niche fans, like, and that's it. Yeah. Like they, they're not worried about they're not gonna cut Paul McCartney from the <laughs> label right. because yeah. you know because he didn't sell. And now, whatever. I mean, it's so different now with putting out music and mm-hmm. stuff. Like, 
I forgot who they were. It was in that Noel Gallagher interview also. And they were like asking him. Oh, he was on that history of new ongoing music or whatever uh, that I like. And they were, and he was asking about like, are you just going to put out like singles now and stuff? And he's like, I still want to put out an album. Cause it's sort of like, this was my right. life at the time when I put out this whole mm-hmm. album. But yeah. I mean, a lot of people will just put out a single and then yeah. that's it. I miss that. I miss well, albums. I yeah. miss the story from beginning. It is when end. it's good. It's like, yeah. Oh, that was a great album. Mm-hmm. But then there's the ones that we've talked about on here where it's just like Tom Cochran. Oh, that first song was good. And then it was just all garbage. After that. The secret is to know when to stop. Yeah. And then, and to know too, like just, I don't know. Like sometimes you'll hear, you're just like, yeah, we wrote like 20 songs and these were the eight we went with. It's like, these are the eight you went with. Like what the fuck were those? I would hate to hear songs? the other ones. Yeah. I know. There was, there were so many albums and that's the thing. The record industry just let it happen where they were, they knew that there was not going to be, they just wanted the one or two hits and they're like, the rest of it can't be I mean, it's like you hear, and I'm I'm sure it's the same thing. You can let me know if it's the same thing with music, but like a movie studio will put out like 10 movies and eight of them will, or like, you know, a lot of them will just bomb. Some Mm -hmm. will do like, okay, but then one will do really, really well and that'll pay for everything. Yeah. And I feel like that was how it was with the albums where it's like, it's funny if I, if I see a band I like, and I'll go through their sort of like discography and you're like, oh yeah, you did that out and that and that. And you're, or there's the bands where you're just like, like I think I was listening to Stone Temple Pilots came on at the coffee shop and I was like, oh my God. And I was like, and I, I brought them up on uh, my iPhone. Uh, my iPhone's so old. I brought them up on iTunes. I took out my iPhone. No, I, and, I, and I was like going through their albums and I was like, oh my God, they were like making albums till like 2015 or something. You're just yeah, like, holy there's some shit. Yeah, people that, uh, I, I remember thinking this idea where I'm like, so there's people who have so many yes men around them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel like, I mean, I'm sure it happens in all genres, but I mean, rock and roll and hip hop are probably the most where you have like your entourage and you have yeah. people that's with you. When hey, Marty's you- album came out, he showed up here with like five people. <laughs> I was, I'll admit I was drunk with power. <laughs> like, number one no, but I know license. exactly where you're going. It, there, it, it, sometimes I'm just like, so nobody in that group listened to this song. It and was, was like, like dude, eh. or this <laughs> like, new, or they are like, this is my new look. This well, is my new image. Like we will tell each other like, ah, yeah. that's not funny. <laughs> like, that's not funny. You, like, get that's immediate, garbage, or you should change this. I or, feel like if you were like in Prince's crew, you're just like, what are we doing now? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Whatever, man, you're the boss. I'll do it. But well, then somebody like Prince, you're yeah, like, just, but just shut up and enjoy the party. There, <laughs> it was always interesting when you would, especially with MTV, when it was like, when a new when a band was coming back out with their new album mm-hmm. and it was like they would be like there would be like the making the video of, of them yeah. and they would be you you could tell so much hype. you could tell that MTV was clearly behind them or they mm-hmm. would have like you know the whatever week and it's all the band right. or whatever right. and and a lot of times when a band would come back it would be like oh this is different and you <laughs> you are all kind of got a new look or something like that and <laughs> yeah. it's you know, it's always interesting. They're basically just dislike, dislike, or, just, That's or they're, they're just trying to like change with the times or whatever, yeah. or just you know. And it's I hate it when a act does that where they try to completely change with the new stuff. I'm like, just do the old, yeah. Just do the old sh- and I get, I get when they're like, you know, it's the same thing in comedy. It's like you get sick of telling the same joke all the time. You get mm-hmm. same same joke, same songs, playing the same songs all the time. But there are some where they're just like, 
no, now we're an electronica band. And it's like, <laughs> no, you're not. Come on, man. But look what Radiohead, they did it. They did it. Yeah, they did sure. It. Wilco's revamped themselves. Um, ah, yeah. Rush tried to do rap for a song on what? Portables. Oh, yeah. God. Don't. I remember when I was super young <laughs> so before bad. I started comedy, I saw a David Spade special. And he told a story about... Um, Take the hit, seeing uh, the uh, U2. And they're like, here's a new song. And everybody yeah, he's goes, like, why don't you just call it like, Everyone Can Go it, to the Bathroom Now? Up. Yeah, he's like, yeah. no tricks. Just it's play great, the original. So yeah, great. I love that. So great. I love that joke. Yeah, because it is just like whenever you do see a band and they're just... Because I was just listening. Again, I said, no, I keep quoting that Noel Gallagher. I keep thinking I've heard so many different things. It's all one it's fucking new, d- little podcast. Dickie, uh, but he goes... Uh, he goes, yeah. He's like, uh, with my new band, he goes, uh, you know, I still play some Oasis songs. He goes, but uh, I'll play an hour and a half. But that first 45 minutes, if you're not here to hear new stuff, <laughs> you're not having a good time. And, he goes, and I don't care. I don't care. He's doing it for himself. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, uh, next song you have on this is uh, Now I Want by Sun Lux. Mm-hmm. I never heard this song or a this A lot artist. of people have never heard of Sun Lux. At first I thought it was Sunvolt. I was like, oh, Sun- fuck yeah, here we go. Let's listen to a little of this. This is a cool song. Mushroom music. <laughs> I, like, I like a song that sounds like you're on your way to murdering somebody. So they're labeled as a post-rock electronica experimental band. Yeah. How'd you hear about these guys? Uh, this song. I well, this song I was already following Sunlux at this point. Um, I actually like uh, uh, me and my wife are like kind of super nerds for Sunlux. Uh, I remember I was living in Chicago. Uh, I had uh, some. Some just some bad shit going on and trying to get motivated, and I came across this was I was deep into Spotify and letting Spotify decide what I listened letting to. Letting the algorithm take yeah, the, take the yeah. heavy lifting. And uh, Sunlux came up, and uh, he had that song. He has that song "Easy." You probably heard the song "Easy" uh, if you listen to it later or whatever. Uh, that's probably one of his most popular songs. Um, and it was just so motivating that I just started listening to all his shit. Hmm. Um, by this point, he had already had three albums. Um, and it was just him at first. Uh, it was just him making everything, and then he added a guitar player Ryan and a Lott. drummer. Yeah, Ryan Lott. It was just Ryan Lott. Um, mm-hmm. And we've seen him every time he's been in Chicago. Where does he? Where do they play when they're here? Uh, they, uh, they. The last two times they played at uh, Lincoln Hall. Right okay, the so they're pretty big. Um, which Lincoln Hall is also one of my favorite venues in the city because the sound is so good. Um, well, they they spent a lot of money. Creating yeah. the walls there Just for music Yeah And it's almost His music is so perfect to it And space, it's just yeah. Very It's electronic But it's like Orchestral yeah. If that makes any sense Like Sounds it's just big, a lot the big of Big sound Yeah it's a lot of Big things going on uh, We often You ever seen the movie The uh what is it, the, uh, the Brave Little Toaster? Yeah. Remember when all the appliances, Creepy. when the kid comes home Creepy. and they're like, Master, Master. Yeah. Every time we go see Sunlux, we're like, the Master is coming. So Master. creepy. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, I love, and this song is like, this is kind of the point in the journey of the feelings where I'm like, I just want to be free. Like, I just want to be free of all this, all these dumb thoughts that I'm having. Free of myself, basically, because I'm causing most of it like so you know it's just kind of like a 
that part in the movie where you know uh, when um, what's the Jim Carrey movie when the the weird one um, Ace Ventura yes. yes when he's like oh. <laughs> like that yeah. it's like, or like that gif when it's like yeah this is that song this like, is a soundtrack like, song yeah it's 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 pretty good and I and I love so I would advise everybody to get into some Lux. But wow. this is but like, this is one of those things where Mario was talking about before where it's like how in the concerts everyone just standing around too like how do you It's kind get of like this? watching a You have movie. to be on shrooms. It's kind of not even though. Like that's the thing about Sunlux that is that it's all those I feel like he makes music like how music sounds when you're on shrooms mm-hmm. he just makes that music yeah. and you don't need it like yeah. you're just like wow this is really good and they do a lot song. of yeah they they do a lot of they're one of those bands that do a lot of uh different renditions of their songs oh cool uh but it's not like the negative kind like it's just like oh my god he just changed this and then mixed this song with that song and then it just went back to this yeah. and then the whole show is just like a whole story, you know nice. what I mean? So I like yeah, the song a, a lot. Time. I thought it was cool. I think it's a, it sounded like a Radiohead in Rainbow's era. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Or I could say that. Hail to the Thief, maybe. But a little harder. A little harder. Like, well, not, not as, that song. Well, no, not that song. But yeah, like most of the album is a little harder and stuff like that. But it's a, yeah, it's good. He has amazing. Video. If you're into videos, his videos are oh, his really videos good. Are cool. It's so wild to think people still make cool videos. Yeah. I feel bad now because I'm like, I've seen so many cool videos. I was like, ah, I wish it was MTV. Every once in a while, I'll I'll have a song I like on my phone. I'll be like, I wonder if there's a video. And then you watch and you're like, oh, fuck, people are still making cool videos. Right. When you you Shazam stuff, because that's how I learned all my music, (laughs) sometimes it goes straight to that. When you add it to your playlist on on iTunes, it shows you the video. Sure. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that's a cool video. Or you're like, oh, that's what they look like. (laughs) It's cool. Everyone knows what our final artist yes. looks like. <laughs> sounds like and now his this videos. This is uh, Ghost Town mm-hmm. featuring Party, Party Next Door. Party Kid Next Cuddy, 007 Shake. Yeah, probably twelve Kanye other people West. that worked yeah. on it. <laughs> yeah. Someday. Now I guess this part's sampled anyway. We yeah. can talk over it. There it is. Someday, someday, Kanye West, lay down like I mm-hmm. as crazy someday, as some of the shit he says is, someday, just really knows someday, how to make oh yeah. amazing yeah. music. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is like my favorite kind of like... Kanye's like Kanye vibe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Someday, yeah. It, I love this song when it came out, and then also uh, <laughs> it kind of resonates with me because this uh, we played this song at my wedding, and it was just everybody was just it was just everybody was happy oh, and went awesome. outside. What album was this on? This was on the last album, Yay. Nice. The most it's recent most album, yeah. Okay. No, well, not the most recent. Jesus King. No, not on Jesus is King. On the one before that, which Life is Life of pa- uh, No, okay. Life of Pablo, Yay, then Jesus is King. Okay, yeah. gotcha. It was on Yay. Yep. Yeah, this is good. And again, yeah, the the stuff I like about him, mm-hmm. this is kind of like oh, in yeah. that wheelhouse. Yeah, he. It, it was one of those albums, not this album, but College Dropout and Late, Late Registration. Right. As a guy who came from listening to sissy rock and singer songwriter stuff, mm-hmm. when that album came out, um, other than little skits in between the songs or yeah. whatever, which I know Lauren Hill did too. I was like, this is the greatest album of the year, if not 
in the 2000s, I thought it was one of the best albums. It was amazing. Um, what kind of skits I don't even did Lauren Hill have in between songs? Oh, God. Like the, uh, everybody was Miseducation. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was like little skits. Uh, okay. I call them skits. Sure, they were. But, um, like you listen to The Chronic, and there's so many fucking <laughs> yeah. funny, the $20 sack pyramid. What pisses me off about skits is that, so I like it when you do a skit and it's a separate track. Yeah. But oh, when it's connected to it? the song, oh, it you makes ever, me so You ever mad. accidentally play the fucking skit? On an album at a bar. Oh yeah, I did that recently. Fuck. It was a ludicrous song. Uh, I forgot which ludicrous song it <laughs> was. Like, but then there was in? a whole skit after it, and I was like, oh, "This is embarrassing." Hey, <laughs> like, no. I was trying to play. I wanted to play something off the Chronic, and I think I played, and it was just like a fucking <laughs> bit of like DJ Easy Dick in the Jackoff oh, yeah, yeah, Hour. Yeah, yeah, and I was yeah, like, yeah. "This is not what I wanted to play. <laughs> I wanted to play fucking something else." Yeah, there should just be. When people do like a remastering or yeah. like a remixing or something, just take all the skits out. We're done. Yeah, we're done with that. <laughs> like we don't need. Do you do you both think that if Kanye was around during when MTV was like Michael Jackson, Madonna, he would be even bigger? Maybe, but because the, the videos, the videos, the videos would have been top notch. Oh yeah, the videos would have been top. He always is making news. Because a lot of those people, like Madonna, Michael Jackson, when they weren't putting on an album, they would kind of just go away. And like, right. I think they thought it was good to not be seen for a little while. Because then when you come back, it's just like, it's mm-hmm. fucking Madonna month on right. MTV. Right. I don't know. I'd be curious. I feel like that it, it has the possibility not to be good yeah. for them because... Too much. It'd be more like... I feel like there was more control over artists yeah. during that Madonna. He was uncontrolled. Yeah. So he was uncontrollable, so they would have just mm. been like, fuck you, get I out see. of here. Like Oasis. Like, yeah. yeah. We would have got up to late registration, and then that would have been it. So, yeah. like, see, that's you know, the like, thing. Like, Every like late registration is a great example. I think that's his. I think that's one of the best. That's albums. my favorite. That's, that's my, my favorite, favorite Kanye. Kanye album. Does he do that stuff in concert still? Uh, I have not seen Kanye in concert. Oh, he does that Kanye Sunday now. service thing. Uh, I saw that. Yeah, he does the Sunday service stuff now. Um, I, I've se- I've watched some of the stuff, and he takes some of his old songs and kind of churches yeah. it up. Is it real bit. religious now? The new stuff? Uh, yeah, okay. it is, but. Okay. It's still undeniably Kanye, yeah, and it's still such good production that you're like, but it's good. Like, I mean, I don't know, like, because for me, I grew up is the in new a one black out? church, is the new... so like all the sounds are very uh, local. You can, it's to like me. a different level for you, because yeah. It's, yeah, I get it. And then I know some people who are like, oh, like I went to Catholic church all my life. I mean, like, as the former, I love black church. It's fun, and I was like, yeah, it's fun until you're there all day. As the former <laughs> DJ, uh, what was your Jack DJ Tripper? Name? No, uh, no, Jack, no, oh, no. Oh, no, should I? Uh, yes, I yeah. mean I'm sure it's El Shaddai per, per approved. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably a little bit. I mean, it just gets just for me personally, and I'm sure for a lot of people, uh, it the religious tone becomes overkill a little bit. But hasn't that always been Kanye's mo? Like, I mean, mm-hmm. talking about Lamborghinis and fucking models became overkill. Yeah. after a while, you know. So I mean, it it's a still a good it Kanye album. It's just Weird, like there's even songs on there that I'm like, if this just didn't say Jesus a thousand yeah. times, it'd be on the radio. That's and what, that yeah. sounds terrible to me. No, because but I'm that's like, but that's it's that's some when the loop changed to 97.9 became a religious station. I was out of town, mm-hmm. and the loop has always been one of my presets. I came back and I was listening to it, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, 
is this Match Rock 20? This is weird. Why are they doing it? It's such a good song. It's a butterfly effect thing. Somebody would figure it out. They're like, oh, gross. He was talking about Jesus all the time. And I don't hate that talk. I don't hate the talk. Blatantly, I loved Jesus Walks. Yeah. Like when it was out. And like blatantly, like I, I just, it just feels preachy which yeah. i mean kanye has always been preachy but now that he's being preachy with religion it's like extra preachy i guess it's a, yeah. um but it's still i mean I, I did the test of it i listened to it five times the day it came out um first time i was like what and then like as it went on and went on and then i had a few drinks and blah blah and i was scared to listen to it i was like oh, i'm drunk now i, was like, I shouldn't be listening to <laughs> this while i'm drunk and then i listened to it i was like no this is good yeah. i was like this is good i'm into it so, so you went yeah. to church the next day uh, no, I didn't. <laughs> would you Would you go to that concert, that church service? Oh yeah, oh concert? yeah, I would go wild. to it. Yeah, it looks, it looks like. I mean, it looks like as far as how I personally view church, it'd be the best church yeah. I ever went to. Like, and I don't think there's a lot of uh, like there's not an actual sermon that happens. So that's. I mean, it's Kanye ranting yeah. a little bit, which you know, because I, I always I was just reading anyway. a thing before I before I headed over here where. Uh, as far as like getting insured, they're like, mm. like yeah. if you freak out mental illness wise, we're not insuring you. Right. Like he's having a hard time getting insurance for this right. tour. Right. He's got a, I watched one of the interviews, uh, uh, he had an interview with a uh, Zane Lowe. Yeah. Um, and it's a two hour interview. They're at his uh, property. He's got like a hundred acres in Cody, Montana. Yeah. Uh, and it's, he's, <laughs> I, I, he's in full Andy Warhol mode now. Yeah. Like full on like. Is this? He, it seems like he's more peaceful and he's more happy. He doesn't seem like because you can always look at Kanye's face give and tell a, when he's upset. Give me a percentage of mental illness versus I'm just a, a artist of uh, Kanye right now from that interview. Uh, from this album? From that interview? That oh, you just from that saw. interview? Um, honestly, way less than it's been. Okay. Um, I would say probably seventy thirty. At this point, 70 artists, 30 artists? mental illness. Yeah, 70 artists, okay. 30 mental okay. illness, which okay. I think the last few, That's a pretty good average. last stuff and all that kind of stuff, like 50, I think 50. it was, uh, I don't know. I think Six, it was like 80, 40. 20, 80 mental illness. Yeah, there were 20 some. artists. I mean, know? that's why, like, when insurance companies are just like, I feel like he rode 50 50 for like the first three, four albums. Sure. And then sure. it just kind of teetered a little that bit. Well, after his mom passed away, I think that had a big effect. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He talked about that. He talks about his addiction to pornography. Which I'm like, oh, who nice. is it? Like, who isn't it? But it's also got to be tough if you're addicted to porn, and also you can be like, I could meet her tonight if I want to. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> that's, I, I think that's, that's where she when gets he dangerous. says that, I'm just like, so you still watch porn? Like, you know, I don't have to like look up. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know. I can't even. Uh, I can't. Even Alexis think of porn. Texas. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> if I'm Kanye West, I'm not going to look it up on my computer. I'm just going to call. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm just going to call and be like, hey, what are you doing? Hey, what's yeah. up, Sylvia? Hey, want to hear some know? religious music? <laughs> you want to listen to my choir? Read the Bible? But, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. The album is all right. But uh, yeah, like going back to that song or whatever, I think that song was just like a culmination of like, it's the last step. It is. I just, I feel happy. I'm telling you, when I, when I heard it, time. I was like, Okay, that's a, that's the way Good to close idea. it. Yeah. And it just kind of closes everything out. And I'm just like, all right, I'm going to be normal for like a couple of weeks. And then we'll go back to the playlist again <laughs> like when Very I need cool. it, you know? So it just kind of helps a, me get through and everything. It's a, it's a first time Kanye's made an appearance on a, a mixtape, which is weird because we've for done a lot, a lot of these. Of these. I yeah. think it's the first time for a lot of these. Well, I mean, I'm not, I'm not surprised that... Uh, 
Sun Lux didn't make it. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Who knows? Maybe you James on Blake. A lot of I, I'm not shocked. Yeah. Kendrick Lamar. I think we've had that. Already. I think we have. Um, and Radiohead, we haven't yet. That's a, that's a shocker really? too. That's yeah. shocking. That that is shocking actually. Radiohead and uh, like Kanye or something West. like that wasn't on it yeah. already. You know. Yeah. No, like, you're right. But yeah. Well, uh, I feel Keith, like a pioneer. Yeah. You are. <laughs> you've, you've, we've touched new ground on a lot of things. We, we've figured out that uh, life is indeed a highway. If anything. <laughs> and Paul's going to ride that joke all episode long. <laughs> Keith, where can uh, people find out more about you and, uh, and Jack Tripper's <laughs> comeback? Uh, you can't find any of that stuff. But uh, I, um, I mean, you can look up Keith Evans, Evans from the Heavens on all social media platforms it'll come up uh i actually uh i don't know if i can I actually just recorded my first episode of a podcast yeah uh, it's called yeah. uh creme de la him okay uh, a podcast hosted by keith evans wow. uh and that you can find that on spotify um and uh yeah just i'm i'll be around i actually have shows coming up uh, uh very very soon from right now but i will uh i'll be in la for like Three and a half weeks, uh, starting November fifth. Um, this will be aired. This will this will be out. <laughs> okay. All right. So yeah, I'll you be, never know I'll be where flo- you'll see Keith. Yeah, I'll be floating around. I think I got a couple of. What is uh, your website where they can see uh, where they can find your upcoming? All day? my stuff is just on Instagram and Facebook. So what's yeah. the, what's the Instagram page? Uh, it is Evans from the Heavens. Evans from the Heavens. Evans from the Heavens. Check and it out. Facebook is too, and yeah. So there you go. I'm around, man. Trying to be around. Thanks, Thank Keith. You. For, Thank you for uh, having me, man. Yeah, thanks for doing it. And this was, uh, when I heard about this podcast, I was like, "That's a fun idea." <laughs> I was like, "That's Marty's cool. idea." Thank you. Other That's than a, the fact that you. he was inspired, not that he took the idea from the song. <laughs> Just so uh, we're clear. Get in touch, promise me. Let's make this happen, <laughs> baby. Let's let's make this happen. Thank you all for listening to another edition of Make Us a Mixtape. And please email us if you have questions, concerns, or want to send us your own mix. And that is at mm, Paul, Paul Marty, Marty mix, mix at gmail.hotmail. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all for listening.